Welcome to Last Call, everyone. Joined once again by Chris, Mike, Hartley, and Maggie. Yes. Episode 10. Wow. What Damn. an episode. My goodness. Nice to not be fighting constantly. That was... Uh, yeah. Oh, now you guys don't want fights. <laughs> no, I do want fights. I do want fights. Steady. <laughs> Um, wow, what a fun one. What a fun one. Um, that was crazy. That was so much fun. Great job on the uh, on the check, Minx, to find the good berry. Oh, yeah. Oh, my bless, God. Bless that. that. We would have been screwed without any healing. Well, it was just me and Grub at that point, and we're just going to haul bodies back. I yes. think it would have made sense that Peric would have had some kind of emergency Something, thing yeah. on yeah. himself to, uh, before going into combat. Of yeah. Wow, that was freaking awesome. That was awesome. Awesome. Should we the, should we unpack some of your, yeah, your lucid dreams? Let's talk dreams? about the dream oh God, the sequences. Dream that was babies. wild. The dreams were incredible. Mm-hmm. I felt like, uh, God, I yeah, just, yours was really cool. Mine was really cool, mm. and I I just love you know I I'm gonna miss Peric. I'm gonna miss that kind of like because I don't know who else can give me that in the campaign. Yeah, kind of. That's the only character, yeah. right? Yeah, because clearly my relationship with my parents is like very <laughs> di- disheveled. Yes, at for best. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, man, it's just the best. It's just the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I really liked um, your dream sequence. I like how you tried to find something happy, but that never happened because yeah. Clue is ultimately not very happy. Um, but it was cool. It's cool how the door, you saw the doorway, and then my dream sequence sort of, I believe, took place in the Fae from what I can understand. Just it tied. It, I think we were talking about it even before the campaign or before, sorry, before the session started um, where we're, we're going like, what are, what's our kind of like overarching plan? Like, where mm-hmm. are we thinking of going? Mm-hmm. And like, what are our, our characters motivations? And it's interesting because before that dream sequence, Clue would have had some motivation to go to the Capitol is like he's pissed at Tyler for, you know, for the city guard for just abandoning Tillville. Mm-hmm. Funny but, one. But like now I think it kind of all tied together. It's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like, we've got these relic hunters. We're, we're, we're now wrapped up in something that's pretty massive. Mm-hmm. And like, I have divine reasoning for going to the Capitol. A storm's coming. A storm's coming. Okay. A, a beautiful imagery. Yes. Like the fact that Peric goes like, you shouldn't be around for it was terrifying. Yeah. Like, like he, oh God, it's so good. And, and also just all of the, the symbolism of like the door and like me putting my hand on the door and going like, what's on the other side and Parrot so going, Parrot going like, God. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I just Peric doesn't felt, know. Cause it's, that's he, not part of, of his not. world. And, and that wasn't actually Peric. No, that was, wasn't. that was yeah. my subconscious, no. which I'm, I'm interpreting well, that was me, but <laughs> Shut up. That, that was, Chris. I'm interpreting that as like, that was really how cord is speaking to me. A little bit, like through through oh, the like Peric yeah, yeah. is a mouth of yes. Cord, right? Yes, yes, that yes. is literally his thing. So interpreting that in a dream state is wow. like that is Cord talking to me and giving me the direction that Peric also in real life is trying to give me, like giving giving me purpose, right? Freaking Chris, it's <laughs> so good. It made Ugh. me excited though that like Clue was that like again like even now it's like that you're interested. I'm in interested because as soon as it's like there is a storm coming and like this is like a thing to do. It's, yeah. Because it, like, I don't know, because Clue hasn't really had that drive for Ever. a long or at least a For, long, 42 long time. 42 years old. Yeah. Hasn't, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's a nice, 
it's a nice thing uh, to see. Are you going to stay back in the storm or are you going to open the door and see? I'm opening that door, side? baby. Exactly. I'm opening that door. Yeah. We're going to the Capitol. Yeah. I got to bitch slap Tyler and then walk through a door. <laughs> I absolutely loved the uh, the dichotomy between your lucid dream and the beginning of my lucid dream mm-hmm. where you're like on a mountain and it's cold and the, the, the little the, tundra yes, mountainside and the, 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 the orcs clouds are out. coming in. Yeah. The and charging then, orcs that yeah. come at chicken. Oh, <laughs> that was scary yeah. too. That was right. awesome. Yeah. The little, beginning of that. And then like a little PTSD moment for you. Yeah. Well, not, yeah. not, not even, we haven't gotten into it and no. I don't yeah, really no, want to get no, 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 spoilers, no. No. no spoilers. But the interesting thing is like, uh, I said like where like where's the company or where where's the uh, battalion? Yeah. Not yeah. just where's the battalion, but I think I also said I shouldn't even be here. Yeah, because I you know I don't want to get too much no spoilers. No spoilers. But it, it was nice to even just get because like again that's all I know about clue yeah and so it was just like really nice to hear that and it's, i'm like ooh, juicy ooh, fun chris yeah, is like alone on the battle <laughs> yeah. like he was yeah. alone in a like, whole yeah. thing uh, chris um, is just acting as his own little like um uh, like colander where he, where he's like letting little loose pieces of information from everybody's backstory yeah. f- and and like motivations fall through the cracks yeah yeah, uh, yeah he's like a really slow rain stick yeah, Chris oh is just a real our our rain Thank our you. rain stick DM. All the lore at the top when you dip it over and one by one, quite nice. They fall and make a beautiful melody in the end. Uh, Chris, how did that feel for you? Um, the the two dream sequences. I was excited to do them. Yeah, um, I think we needed something to do in this session, especially for you two, because mm-hmm. you start the session dead, dead, like yeah. KO'd. So yeah. I thought, what would be interesting? Because um, I didn't know how Minx would be able to get you guys up. Oh. You you came up with a perfect perfect way, of course. Oh, um, but I thought, well, if we don't get a lot of like physical interaction from Clue and Dylan, maybe we can get some like mental um, mm-hmm. yeah. presence of some kind. Mm-hmm. So I was excited to do that. I think with those dreams, maybe it's best not to interpret the, interpret them as like physical interpretations of what might be, for sure what might yeah, come. Of but of yeah. course, like there are some signs, some like foreshadows perhaps mm-hmm. of like who knows what's gonna happen yeah and yeah i really yeah sorry go for it with with your dream yeah dylan mike <laughs> yeah uh just first of all chris you getting you telling me to speak and say you shouldn't be here yeah yeah that i was scared I scared my I scared myself. Yeah, yeah we're, we're gonna like, we're really? gonna cut that on the actual episode. But so every I, single time he would like pause and he'd be like, "All right, you're gonna say this," and then he turned to Minx, uh, yeah. Maggie, and he's like, "You're gonna say this." Well, I, yeah. I thought about like doing interpretations of your characters. I'm like, "But why don't we just get the yeah, right yeah. here?" That's great. And yeah. and like, why why shouldn't he yeah. be there? Well, you questioned like, it even in that moment out of like fear. It yeah. felt like. And yeah. my dream sequence is telling us to go, but then your dream sequence is pretty much telling you specifically, Dylan, like you shouldn't be here. Yeah, you're not here. Yeah, that's it's, gonna. Be something angles, so yeah. fucking it's cool. something that's gonna like fuck with Dylan. <laughs> he's gonna have to like unpack that, I think. And I think that's Angry. something like he tells you guys, but I don't think he like he's yeah. he's a little scared now. And mm-hmm. it was, and I would say it's also super powerful that you guys said those lines yeah. because me as Dylan hearing it from your actual voices too, like actually like made me kind of like scared and worried. And, and like I was I, a little terrified. Can I just say from like a storytelling? Well, not storytelling, but more of a like an auditory point of view mm-hmm. in the plot. Uh, 
I didn't know how Chris wanted me to say you shouldn't be here. Yeah. So the first you shouldn't be here is me kind of almost confused going like, you shouldn't be here. Yes. And yeah. then Minx comes in and says, you shouldn't, shouldn't be, be here. here. And then, and then every you shouldn't be here gets scarier and yeah. scarier until yeah. it's this fucking guy with a big sword like, cutting oh my down. God, yeah. cutting you down. And that's we it sounded Aravind, right? so good. Yeah. Yeah, that was sweet. That was really sick. I loved, I loved playing the Thoral part. The moment, the moment you said his hair, his head's on fire, and the moment the connection was made that Thoral's head is on fire because we burned him alive, and essentially not alive. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My apologies. Uh, Because we burned, we burned his body, and the fact that the two of you, um, what's it called, Hartley and Maggie, turned to me on that time, and we're like. What do you want to do, Dylan? You knew him. Do you want to bury him or burn him? And I was like, let's burn him with the house. I think he'd like that. Yeah. And then so he's like, funny. He's like, my head's on fire because you burned me. And I was like, oh my God, no. Like this for eternity. I, I, when, I was coming, when I was coming up with that interaction, I thought about like how it would be funny if your first interaction with him was like coming into the clearing and just being like, Oh! <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But I thought that I thought it, it. Let's keep it a little more peaceful. For I, I think I think the fact that he did that with a smile on his face even made it more. Yeah. like you know, like it was like Dream Dylan sequencing. being like, "Oh my god, he seems fine," but like your head, it's on fire, and that's my fault. Um, yeah, but yeah, and I think honestly, like I'm tra- like that's traumatic. But I also think like Dylan, I realize that Dylan's yeah, like he's so much. Uh, he's very much a goldfish where it's like. Mm-hmm. He really like has these traumatic things happen to him and then he just puts it away for a little bit, which is going to come up at some point and they always do. But it's just like at some point that kid's going to fucking snap. because You day. talked about it, though. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm I was shocked that you both talked about the dreams. Honestly, yes, I um, did not expect Clue to jump in. But... Yeah. But like Minx is I'm I don't know. Personally, I'm like, yeah, no, I would no. be afraid to follow dreams or voices yeah. at yeah. all. I have no reason to trust yeah. either of those things yes. in my life. Yeah. Um, so except for you've got the wind speaking. To yeah, you. I know. That's why I don't <laughs> trust it. Don't listen. But I think <laughs> the also interesting thing with that yeah. was that um, Maggie, like like you were questioning the validity of his dreams. You're going like, you know, you had a hard day and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And knowing clue, uh, I had thought before you had said that I was like, clue's not saying a fucking thing about that. Mm-hmm. But then I heard yeah. you question him. And I was like, fuck, but this might actually be something. Yeah. And I yeah. don't yeah. think, I think clue is reserved and doesn't want to speak out, but he's also very pragmatic in a sense mm-hmm. where he was like, okay, but we can't let, uh, just the fact that it's coming from a scared 17 year old's mouth like like you know let us toss away the idea for sure oh my god but that's why sure. i was so excited when you jumped in because again it's like it just proves validity like it it, yeah. it is like a there's there's yeah. a weight to it now and that's and what did it for minx right yeah. it was like oh yeah. okay you guys both had a yeah. weird experience yep. that kind of clicks it's things all together. nice and gooey and, together and i think <laughs> it's also really cool that your character would have a bit more reservations because like like dylan doesn't deal with magic like dylan this is like the first couple of times that Dylan's really being exposed. Like he knows magic exists, but like, you know, this mm-hmm. is something that is really now coming into fruition in his life. So, you know, as much as you're like, oh, that could have been a charm. Like this stone could be charming you and giving those crazy dreams. Mm-hmm. Like that's not even a thing. Like Dylan was like, that was my destiny. You know, it was like, I saw Thoral and this is it. Like, yeah, Max but is you, like, you're talking about satyrs and pixies and fairies. Like yeah. that sounds like tricksy stuff to yes. me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think, and I think it's also cool. Cause like, you've never been to the Feywild nah, too, right? Nah, so nah, you're nah. like, 
you're like a Faye Wild turned like city slicker. You know, it's oh, like yeah. Yeah. you've got like so it's it's I kind of I love that. I love that sort of like you're like someone with like immigrant parents who was like born here. Yeah. Like, yeah. You've heard stories about it, but yeah. you've never experienced mm-hmm. it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. I think that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, really that's cool. That dream was awesome. I had a fantastic mm-hmm. time playing it. The dark turn at the end. I was I was like I was so excited because I was like <laughs> I lo- I loved your quick intro of like, well, I'll just dabble in like a finger sandwich. Yeah. Get a little yeah. Bit yeah. So funny. So much. That's, well, you said it was a party. I just came through and I was just like that's one thing I think we did better in this episode than we have in any episode prior mm-hmm. is um I think we're all starting to like we're not just saying the thing we're also setting the stage and the environment of like yeah. in which that we're saying the thing we're like learning. Dil- dil- yeah exactly <laughs> like Dylan going over picking up a sandwich and then saying something just yeah. adds so much more color yeah as opposed to just we wake up and we get into a conversation it's ter- it's really good yeah <laughs> we don't do improv guys this is not what we normally do so and the fact that it's recorded is crazy and yeah we're just you're gonna hear us get even better you than know we we're just we're just getting into it we're just we're um, having fun and we're having fun we're and, and we're having a blast. Yeah, I think that's picking up on the mic as well. Yeah. <laughs> Going into Standy Manor yes. again. And oh, oh before then, oh yeah, yeah, no, actually in Standy Manor, yeah. I wanted to talk about your uh, D- Dax apologizing to you. Yeah, like he he felt bad, and I think I think my interpretation is like Clue heard that, and that was the only reason that like when Dax turned to me and like apologized or like gave a little like nod, yeah, you guys I like nodded back connection. because I heard him talking to you and I was like, okay. He seems like so a, he might dude. actually be Minx's friend. <laughs> <laughs> right, because you were like, I guess that's I was like, is he your friend? Like, he kind of just went off. Yeah, the only interaction you've had with Dax up to this point was like, he ran off to get a drink when you At first met bar, him and yeah. then you've had to like take care of him the entire time. Yeah, yeah. He's been like yeah, belligerent. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have a lot of friends, so I guess that reservation shut, shut comes up. from... <laughs> you and Dax might really get along. I think they will. Dax, yeah. gets, Dax gets along with your mom quite well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was so fun. Yes, what thank a, you. What a fun thing to we walk were, in on bonding. <laughs> after, after the first episode where we left... Uh, sorry, after the episode where we left Standy Manor, I think all three of us were sort of like dreaming up oh, yeah. like little scenarios of like, oh my mm-hmm. God, I can't wait to like go back and see like maybe Dax will be doing this, maybe Dax will be doing that. We started a knitting club. Hilarious that the <laughs> Breaking Clues <laughs> China. <laughs> so funny. So and funny. Banks is in the middle balancing. Oh, so good. It was really, really, really good. So good. But now, um, I, now he's gone. Yeah. And now they're both gone. Yeah. yeah. And you met Josiah Standy for the first time. Mm-hmm. Conscious, of course, for the yes. first time. Mm-hmm. That was a lovely meeting. Um, no, but yeah. Similar, quite similar to your mom. <laughs> oh, my God. Not very, a thought behind those eyes. Very no. Not a thought. Well, I, I think up until like, their lives right now are there's no worry in at all. There's yeah. no stress about work. There's no stress about like turmoil or mm-hmm. combat or struggle. Like they're just living. And so like, yeah. why not? Like just willy nilly go about. Yeah, yeah. We'll break the China. Who cares? We have more. Yeah, like they're living a yeah, high we, life. Yeah. yeah. We can get more anytime. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was unconscious for the last little bit. Oh, that's fine. I can go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. I'm stoked. I'm, I'm glad I got to share that um stone thing with you I'm, I'm glad we got the we, we got the time for us to wake up and you know be what because like, you like because like dylan would have like ruminated on that dream and be like okay i gotta really tell it's gonna be good crew. because i think well we know where we're, where we're going next obviously <clears throat> yeah but then after that that you know we're not gonna have as long of we're not gonna need to have as long of a discussion about mm-hmm. what happens next because i think even though that conversation was cut short by you know uh my mom coming in mm-hmm. and saying that she didn't know where Banks was. Mm-hmm. I think all of us kind of have, have an unspoken agreement that like, I think we're all, we're going to try and follow this through. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think Dylan should keep talking to that stone all the time. Tell oh, yeah. your hopes and dreams. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, I don't <laughs> honestly like knowing Chris. There could be a malicious force behind that stone. I don't know. Who knows? That's, Who that's knows? true. Fair. That's true. Who knows? Who knows? It could be. Evil. I know. It could be spooky. <laughs> he does. It know. could be spooky. But I think ultimately we're in the first stages of discovering what that is. I did love our little seance on the table over the stone. I like that you had a little connection with it as well. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, was. You I wanted said you to, were talking to a stone. Yeah, I had to try. Yeah. Something. I wanted to. I wanted to yeah. also like. Um, uh, I feel like I, I didn't jump the gun, and I wanted to like do like a little introduction, being like, "Hi, stone. Like these are my friends. Okay. Like you <laughs> put your hand on. Like you mm-hmm. put your hand on." Uh, but I'm sure we'll get another moment to do that um, later on. But yeah, that was um, that was a lot of fun. I'm very excited for episode 11, mm. and um, I'm hearing whispers from Chris that we are um, we're getting close-ish to the end of the first saga um, of this potential campaign. Is that correct, Chris? I think you'd be right in predicting that mm. uh, the Chillville saga should be coming to a close soon whether that's a positive outcome or a negative outcome yeah we'll see Mm -hmm. but it does seem like things are wrapping up to like a big finale of some sort fantastic Um, possibly next episode with this whole a big showdown in the woods Mm -hmm. cadmus is not there that guy was a sponge he was a damaged he was a damaged sponge charming sponge yeah really really and he ran away yeah, I like how I mentioned the at the end of the episode because that was your one thing to me. You were like, "Don't talk, just kill someone in front of him. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. gonna be there for you." That was really fun, and I did, and he left, <laughs> yep. and you lied. It didn't work. It did not work. <laughs> Nor should it have. No, so, no, I know, but it was just funny that like Dylan is realizing now that um, the most mature looking character mm-hmm. in the group is possibly not the most mature or advisable yeah, I, I think yeah. it, I think it's just <laughs> the two of you have such a lack of like social skills yeah. one from you growing up in like rural towns yeah. you kind of just being just in this town that's completely different from everyone else in a castle yeah and Minx is like the only one who like interacts with the everyday people and is like grounded in reality quite yeah. a bit yeah, yeah. lives yep. in the I city murder people all the time and... yeah it's oh, wild my <laughs> sweet okay I think we should wrap this one up yeah. I think that concludes this last call once again joined by Chris Mike Hartley and Maggie we'll see you next time on Trouble at the Tavern thank you Episode Thank 11? You. 11. We're getting up what? there. What? I know. We're the double digis. Double digis. Let's, uh, let's take it away with the slow jazz. Slow jazz. Jazz.